I'm back. Welcome to a new episode of Journey the Road Runner. It's Paul here, and this is going to be a solo episode. Solo. Yes, gonna be weird just talking to myself, but I guess I'm not really just talking to myself, I'm talking to you. So, welcome. Um, how are you doing? Okay, enough about you. Let's talk about me since I can't hear you right now. Gonna go over a couple of segments today. I'm gonna tell you what's been going on lately with my wonderful ankle. And um, I kind of liked promoting other things that I, I'm loving lately. So I'm gonna do a new segment on that. And then I'm gonna talk about the Tunnels of Towers 5K and my first 10K, the Ocean Road 10K. That took place in Narragansett. Okay, first I guess we'll get into this crappy ankle situation. This some of you may or may not know, but as I was in the middle of training for my first 10K, my ankle started flaring up again from that old injury from a few years ago. It's not nearly as bad as it was when it first happened, but still I could tell it was kind of aggravating me and I didn't want to push it. Because last time I tried coming back too early and I, I pushed it and then I ended up not being able to run for like eight months. So I learned my lesson. So the only times I've been running is in races. I did the finish for Guinness and then the two races back to back that I'm going to be talking about. But other than that, I've just been doing weights and um, doing ankle exercises to strengthen my ankle and I'm getting my cardio in by spinning so I ended up going to an orthopedic and they did x-rays and luckily there's nothing major going on I don't have arthritis or anything all my bones look good and everything so it's like inflammation in my um tendons or ligaments or something and I happen to have a bone spur too that's irritating it so now I'm doing physical therapy. So I just went to my first appointment this week and we did some stretches and now they're going to be doing an ultrasound on it every week. And it feels so good. Uh, after I had that done, it felt like there was nothing wrong with my ankle at all. Like there was never a problem. But then the next day it started hurting again. So I'm sure as I keep going, it'll be fine. So I'll get back into action soon so it's like I said definitely a lot better than the last time when it was really hurt bad so I'm still doing my exercises I'm doing what I can I'm just not gonna be like pounding on it or anything so I'm keeping it up putting ice on it all the works as you know Adriana's knows a lot about injuries and she's been hurt a lot herself so she knows what exercises to give me so I told the physical therapist what exercises I've been doing and she, she said oh that's way more advanced than what I was going to give you <laughs> so big surprise there Adriana giving me some great workouts there so it's not as bad as it could be so I'll be back out there again soon then with the races I run it's like so inspiring so I'm really dying to get back out there and it's like good time to be out there running so I'm getting jealous when I'm out driving and I see other people running but 
think better on um, resting it than pushing it and then being out even longer and in pain so I'll keep you posted on how that's going because I was enjoying doing my runs and posting my pictures on Instagram because I'm not really an Instagram person but I was finally starting to learn to like it a lot so I'll be back on there again soon all right for this next segment I should come up with a clever name for it but I guess it's things that I like right now it's um last time we talked about studio 10 on um channel 10 wjr here in rhode island a show that i really love and now this week i'll talk about this incredible youtube channel that i'm just like in love with it's um the running channel i don't really watch that much youtube stuff because i don't really have time to be watching too many videos or anything but I came across this and it like it's really fun and inspires me and everything so um it it's uh based out of england and it's hosted by anna rick kate and andy and um anna's pretty much like the face of the show i think they do weekly videos they'll have like um great tips on how to um running tips like how to fuel for 10k for example how to fit in a run on when you're short on time like running at lunchtime and stuff how to get a pb personal best in 10k how to get one in half marathon 5ks and stuff and they teach you different stretches there's one on foam rolling they give you a track run and workout how to run in the cold and wet and there's one that's not really for not for us right now but there's one for running in the heat it's all kinds of tips and stuff and they do demonstrations and so awesome and then they have other times when they do interviews with other runners so they'll be running and um it'll be like a a regular interview they're being followed by a camera and everything so it's pretty cool and they're really interesting interviews there's um one episode where there's the gps watch review show and then they do um fun stuff that cracks me up like um the types of runners that we know so far they have like two different parts of that um things runners never say 10 ways that you know you're a runner and then 10 more ways that you know you're a runner and where things runners do so they do all these demonstrations and everything it's hilarious they are so good and then they also have some travel episodes like there was a recent one where they went to switzerland it was so beautiful and then um there was another recent one the world's steepest street which was in, in wales so um and andy he's an olympian he actually ran up that hill i think it was like a minute and something i don't know remember what the distance was but yeah, it looks pretty brutal. We'll have to like check it out sometime. It makes you want to go travel some even more. Then they have ones where there's different types of races. It's usually Anna that's running in them. They had she did this um Great British British Marathon where you drink four pints of beer, have four different types of food, and do five miles. So it was like a a, a mile loop. So she run a mile, and then when they do the mile, then they drink. And then they eat something and then they go another round so that was fun and then she did a marathon and so each mile she 
gave her thoughts, what she was going through and everything. And then she also did a 24-hour race. And so every hour she would record herself and give a status and everything. So it's a lot of fun. So I highly recommend it. It You don't have to be a professional runner or anything. It's for everybody. So definitely check it out. And as Anna would say, please subscribe to the running channel and hit the bell icon so you get notified when we upload new videos all about running, which we do every single week. And you can also find them on Twitter and Instagram under running channel. Okay. Oh, before I forget, uh, one of the reasons why I haven't been podcasting as much lately is because some you may or may not know, but I went back to school to get my master's degree. So I'm going to Southern New Hampshire University for a degree in creative writing. So I just finished my first semester there. They're 10-week um, semesters, and I got an A in my first class. No! Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it was, um, the first class was intro to graduate studies so the school is it's all online so this is all new to me so it was um nice getting adjusted to it getting back in the groove of things I'm back. Back in the New York groove. you said it ace fraley okay now let's head over to new york start spreading the news i'm leaving today I want to be a part of it, New York, New York, these vagabond shoes. Yes, uh, Tunnel to Towers 5K was held on September 29th in New York City. So I arrived in New York on the Saturday, the day before the race. I drove down there, and that's what I did last year. And it's not as scary as you would think. I mean, come on now, I work in Massachusetts, so I drive among the mass holes daily, so if you can handle that, you can handle anything. And in the lower Manhattan, where I was staying, it, the place isn't that far off of the highway, so you know, drive, it's not like you're driving through midtown Manhattan or anything with all the taxis honking and everything, so it wasn't that bad. And GPSs are a godsend. I found my hotel pretty easy, and um, well, once I drove by, found it, then I had to find a parking garage nearby. So I was able to get a place around the corner. The thing that sucks about the parking in New York is those parking garages. You pull in, and then they, you hand your car over, and that's the last time you see it until you leave. So you can't really leave anything in your car. You'll never get it again during a stay. So I walked over to the hotel, and I have to tell you, this is the best place I ever stayed in in my life. I went on Airbnb to find a place because it is like an awesome application. Like the places you find on there are really nice, and they're way cheaper than any hotel. So if you travel anywhere, I highly recommend checking Airbnb first. So I searched in Lower Manhattan and happened to find this place is like right near where you pick up the ferry to get to the race. And it was only a little over $200 a night. So I figured I was only going to be there a couple of nights. So even if it was a shitty place, it wouldn't be for very long. 
So I got there, and it's actually, instead of a house or anything, it's an actual hotel, and it is an awesome hotel. It is pretty new. I think uh, it just converted into a hotel in April, this past April. The name of the place is called Lyric, so even the name is pretty <laughs> pretty cool. It was really clean and fancy looking. And last year I stayed at the Holiday Inn and it's like a high rise and they only have two working elevators. So you have to wait a bazillion years for the elevator to come. But at this place, as soon as I hit the button for the elevator, it was right there. And then I walked into my room and it was incredible. It's like bigger than my apartment and my apartment's pretty good size. You walk in, there's a dining room right on your left and there's a bathroom right on the right and then then there's like a full kitchen with an island and everything. Um, and then there's a giant living room. And there's all nice paintings and everything all over the place. It kind of felt like like kind of like a hipster type of place. Especially the fact that they had an actual record player. And they actually had um, vinyl albums there that you could play. So that was pretty awesome. And then the bedroom was in a, its own separate room. And uh, it was like a king-size bed. The bedroom was really huge. And there was a hallway inside the bedroom that had closets, like big closets. And inside one of the closets was a safe, if you needed a safe. And then it had the bathroom, which is really nice and clean and everything. So I was really impressed. And then I opened the refrigerators. I brought water with me. And there was like a little... um post it inside of the refrigerator and it had like a checkbox of like all kinds of food if you wanted any food you say what you want and then you bring it down to the desk and somebody actually goes shopping for you and puts it in the refrigerator if you wanted to do that so yeah it was pretty incredible so after I got settled in I wanted to do my packet pickup I arrived in New York a little too late for that because you know Connecticut Need I say more? But I decided to try to go to the place where the, the hotel where the packet pickup was being held just in case they happen to be still lingering around. So I went to the front desk at my place to get directions. And I have to give these people a shout out. These um, two girls that were working at the front desk, Gabby and Claritza, they um, actually printed out the map for me so I could find it easy. And also, like uh, later on, I was asking about the Metro card because I had an old Metro card, but it looked like it had an expiration date. So I was asking if I can get it like refilled at the subway. And um, Clerks uh, actually gave me one of hers that didn't have any money on it or anything because it was easier to refill that instead of um, getting a brand new one. So that was really nice. And then um, the next day when I actually did get on the subway, uh, Gabby actually like walked me to the place where I was supposed to go so I wouldn't get lost. So yeah, I really want to give them a shout out. Like not only is the place awesome, but the, the employees there are incredible. So I just want to give them a shout out. And I'll do um, links in the show notes to this place. If you ever want to stay in New York, I highly recommend it. But anyway, I, so then I ended up finding where the packet pickup was 
because it was at the same place as last year, but it was, you would never know that they did a packet pickup there because it was like all totally cleared out. Oh, that was okay. I walked around the city a little bit. I took pictures and my friends, um, Jen and Serge were going to be meeting me for the race that weekend. They were staying in New Jersey. So when I got back to the, my hotel, I posted the pictures and then, um, I got a text from them saying, oh, we happen to be in the city right now. And so we ended up meeting at a restaurant called Bill's Burgers, which is awesome. So, you know, we got, did have, had our little um, Roadrunner meetup. So, yeah, that place was really good. We got to hang out for a little while. And then I walked around the city a little bit more when we left. I just love it so much there. I don't know what it is. It's like the, the it really energizes me. Like I know a lot of people don't like the big cities can be overwhelming and stuff. But I just when I'm in New York, I just feel like I'm at home. I don't know. I can't really explain it, but it's such an incredible feeling. So you know, after I enjoyed my little walk out, it was beautiful out. Then I went back to the hotel and I actually got to sleep at a decent hour. So then the next morning when I got up. I had my um, oatmeal and banana, which is what I usually have before a race. And then I walked over to the ferry, which brings you to Brooklyn where the race starts. And uh, it's so awesome when you get to the ferry because the sun's just rising and it looks so awesome coming over the Brooklyn Bridge. So, um, yep, so I got to the Ikea where I had to pick up my number and everything and then I and then um Jen and Serge got there and then we made the trek over to the starting line there were 30,000 people doing the race so they have corrals there and we were all corral A which is the very front of the line and it is really tough getting <laughs> if I had anything to complain about this race it's getting to the starting line because you walk down all these side streets and everything and there's massive amounts of people massive amounts of people around that you're trying to get by and when they get to their corral say they're like at corral D then oop, they're there so then they just stop dead so then <laughs> Yeah, it ends up getting like all backed up. Then you have to go fighting to get around people and everything. And then then we'll start moving again. Then you get to like Corral C. The same thing happens over and over again. And then we couldn't even, even though we were Corral A, we couldn't even get past B. It was so many people there. So I don't know. that. I don't know if there's a way to figure that out. They should do certain lanes or something. I don't know. It's something something they need to work on maybe they could do something like um if you're in corral a you have to get there at a certain time and then after like do like corral b like 15 20 minutes later kind of gradually do it like that maybe i don't know anyway by the time we got to where we ended up that felt like we already ran a race <laughs> it was really tough but that that's the only thing i have to complain about that the, the the race started and, you know we go around the corner and go right into the tunnel and they got music playing like rock music playing the whole time it was um 
so much fun and actually my ankle was feeling really good that day too so I was happy about that I didn't have any problems um, I did take it easy a little bit like it, it was starting to feel like it was starting to act up we would start walking and stuff so and then we'd start running again I think we ran more than we walked but when you, as soon as you get out of the tunnel, I don't know if you missed last year's podcast about this, as soon as you come out, there's firefighters on the left standing at attention with the holding the American flags, and then on the right is all police officers, and each one is holding like a poster board with the um, first responders' face on it who had died in the towers. So it's really emotional and moving and everything it's a, so incredible and then something new that they did this year that they didn't do last year was they had all um, kids that are on the ROTC and they had so much energy they made it so much fun I really hope they do this every year but they were all lined up on both sides of the road and they actually had signs about um, soldiers that have died um, since 9-11 so even that was moving they were all cheering us and slapping us five they were holding their hands out so that that gives you a, a really good boost of energy just you know running through that and slapping five and everything it was so much fun and then after you get by all them then you come to the come running along the water and everything and there was a, um, a boat out there shooting water there were some spots where there was cheerleaders from local high schools and everything. So it was a lot of fun. And then we went around a couple of corners and then finished right at one World Trade Center. So that that was, I didn't even bother to check my time because I was walking and running it. So it didn't matter. It was just the experience that it was really there for. And did they deliver? So I highly recommend maybe you guys can come to this race next year. It'll be great. And after the race, they have the big party afterwards. There's a, a big stage set up um, at the end of a the street. There's all the vendors and everything. All you can smell is this awesome food and everything. So, um, so you walk down the street. And I got my t-shirt. And then they had all kinds of food and everything. Pizza hamburgers hot dogs tons and tons of food and then uh the performer was this um country singer called jessica rose i had never heard of her before she was awesome she played she's like uh, a country singer but she sang everything she did all kinds of covers and stuff and she sang her own songs she did some rock some pop and everything like today's music so she's a really good entertainer she played for her probably like 45 minutes to an hour is really good and then after that is the emotional part where they bring veterans up that have um been disabled from the wars and stuff and um they had family members of military people that have died sitting off to the side and they people that the foundation has um helped out the Tunnels of Towers Foundation. They build smart homes for the um, 
injured veterans and everything. They pay off the homes of people that have lost a spouse in the war. So it's a really great organization. I'll put links to that too. So you can look into it. You can donate if you'd like. So, um, yeah, so there were some speakers there. Joe Piscopo was the MC once again. And then after that, there was going to be another band, but I was in so much pain. Like by, by that point, my ankle was killing me. There was no place to sit down. And then, um, stupid me, I, I brought my um, body glide with me and I forgot to put it on. So I had major chafing. So I was like walking like a cowboy in an old Western movie. It was horrible. So, um, Luckily, I happened to bring powder with me just in case I forgot my body glide because I know myself. So by the next day, I was like a little bit better. But yeah, I was in a lot of pain that day. So then so I got back to my hotel, took a shower, and then I relaxed for a little while. And then I had found out that there was like a, a friend's pop-up place, like the friend's TV show. Um, you could take a tour and it has like all the, the rooms that are set up just like on the tv show and everything and there's a store and everything so i that's when i ended up going on the subway and took a ride over there to check it out and then it turns out that that you had to get tickets ahead of time but then there was like a, a waiting a place where you can wait in line but the people that had tickets they would get in first so there was a line it was taking forever so i ended up getting out of the line i just went and into the store itself but uh the store was kind of tiny it didn't have that much in it but you could see the had um central perk there so that was pretty cool i got to see that that was probably like the last stop on the tour but you can see it if you go in the store and it was only like a temporary place so i don't think it's there anymore i think it was leaving like mid-october so that was my New York experience then I went and then I was hurting once again so then I went back to the hotel and that called it a night I was hoping to get down to Midtown but I was in too much pain so I didn't push it anymore I was gonna say I didn't push it but I did push it but not anymore then the next morning I I was able to actually um check out of the hotel but they let me leave my um luggage there so I didn't have to leave right away because, again, with the parking garage, I couldn't just go and find my car and put my luggage in. So um, they, they let me leave it in the lobby there. They, they had a little place to store it, which was pretty cool. Again, these people are awesome. And then I ended up um, going over, taking the path over to Hoboken. So I went to a restaurant over there for breakfast. Now I can't remember the name of it, but it was really good. And then I went to Carlo's Bakery, the home of the cake boss. So I got some things there. The people there were really nice. Um, buddy, I saw Buddy's sisters and niece and everything there. They were all really nice. Then I went back, got my stuff from the hotel, and left. Found my car, pretty easy. And... The drive home was easier than the drive going down there. I think it only took me about three hours to get home. I don't think I hit any really major traffic jams or anything. So that was good. So that was my trip to New York 2019. 
Next up was the Ocean Road 10K. It's my first 10K ever. It took place a, a week later, to exactly a week later, on October 6th, a Sunday, in Narragansett, Rhode Island. It was a point-to-point -point race, so I parked at Narragansett Beach, which made it easy because you know it has the big parking lots and everything. So I didn't have a hard time looking for parking or anything. Just went into the parking lot, and the sun was just coming up, so it was beautiful. The sunrise on the water and everything. It was just freezing. It was totally different from the week before. What a difference a week week made here in the Northeast in the fall. But um, they had school buses taking us to the start of the race, which was a point two to the lighthouse. So I, you know, I hopped on the bus as soon as I could uh, get out of the cold. And when we were driving there, it was like, this is a long way. <laughs> what did I get myself into? So uh, I was getting a little nervous when I saw that long drive. But, you know, the it was beautiful at the lighthouse again right on the water it was so cool to see and my ankle was actually not too bad once again i really lucked out this is there were a lot of people at this race too i mean i don't remember how many but i mean not as much as new york but still it was like a huge turnout and you start off going through neighborhoods and stuff so you go off in waves so I waited. I went a little bit towards the back. Not quite where the walkers were, but just before that, because I figured I'd be walk running it since I hadn't run that much. And there was a really nice course. I, you know, went through the streets and everything. It's not like you could see the water the whole time, but it ended up being um, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. That it was pretty cool when you could see the water went by. I believe it went by Scarborough Beach and everything. And um, then as we got closer to Narragansett Beach, you could see the water more and more. There were a couple of spots where I got some pictures from. That was pretty cool. But uh, I actually ran more than I walked on this one. Eh, my ankle was feeling pretty good, and I think I actually ran nonstop for the last mile or so which is really good since I had been on my feet all that time and I was able to finish pretty strong and you finish right at Narragansett Beach so as you get closer to the beach there's more and more spectators there so again with people cheering and stuff that really gets you going so I think that helped a lot too with the strong finish and it was like beautiful out when I finished but it was like a little windy but that was a really fun race uh, so my friend Wendy was there from the gym so she does this race every year too so I think I'm going to be doing this one every year as well this is a really fun race and it had a kick-ass metal it had it was a um like a deep sea diver helmet it was pretty good weight to it too and everything so the the food and the party afterwards wasn't as good <laughs> as I'm used to between the finish for Guinness and the New York race and everything, but it was okay. It, it was pretty cool finishing at the beach. You can take pictures of the beach and everything. So it was really good. I'll definitely do that one more, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'll definitely do more of these. You see more scenery when you do the 10K. You don't feel the pressure of having to like run really, really hard. You can actually like enjoy it. 
and then once again after I was fine during the race, but then after walking around a little bit after the race, then probably when my muscles were cooling down, then my ankle started killing again. So then I went home and put my foot up and put ice on it and everything, and it's been fine. So yeah, I really loved that race. So we've been coming up with some good races here. So look forward to healing up pretty good and getting back out there again. And I think that pretty much wraps things up with the race reports for now. Hopefully after the new year I'll be able, maybe I can try to hit some warmer areas. Hopefully my ankle will be better. If not, like as soon as my ankle's better, where I feel good enough that I'll be able to run without hurting it anymore. I'll be back out there again trying some more states and even finding some cool local ones. That was a really fun too. Okay, I think I see the finishing line of this episode coming up. To reach me, you can email if you're old school at the Roadrunner no, one. It's um, R H O D E with the number one at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Roadrunner. And also can look for the Facebook group, the Facebook page of the Roadrunner. You know, please let me know if you have any questions for uh, Adriana or Dawn. If you have any like health and fitness questions, and also um, Lizzie. And as you know, she was on an episode where we talked about music. So uh, let let us know what music you listen to when you're working out or running. We'd really love to hear from you. And if you have any um, dietary food-related questions, love to have Serena Marie RD back on. So um, if you have any questions for her, I mean, get this great free advice this way. So please let me know. You can um, message me, contact me on Twitter, Instagram, or the email theroadrunner1 at gmail.com. Okay, everybody. Until next time, we'll see you out on the road. Bye. Tell you.